Yo, what's good, people? Welcome back to the Sadly Relatable Podcast. We back, baby! Yay, yay! Oh, that one had passion in it because everyone said, don't get rid of it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. I was happy. The fact that everyone was like, no, it's iconic, it has to stay. There was a few. No. <laughs> there wasn't one or two. <laughs> that was it? our mum on the burner. burner. <laughs> no, nah, get rid of that. Why do we say that at the same time as well? Because you're Why trying to be, be like me. me? <laughs> Go Hi, away. guys. Oh. <laughs> Try to do it again. <laughs> hey guys. How y'all doing? Welcome back to Saturday morning. Mm. Water. Oh, I thought we were going to say the same word. Same. Share. Oh, fuck. Bottles. Just forget about it. All right. Dolphin. <laughs> Not for real. Get over it. No, get over yeah, it. let's do it seriously. Microphone. <laughs> okay, stop. All right, all right, all right. So, how you been? Good, how are you? How's life? life? I like your hoodie. You've been like doing up with the outfits recently. Well done. This is very ba- it's very basic. Right? No, but I'm saying different colours, like not just cream and black. Yeah, you know what? I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone um, of like black, grey and cream. Mm. And I'm trying to be more colourful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the darkest shade It's of funny because they're the only colours I've worn. <laughs> yeah. But no, this is like meant to be brown, I think. No, and this one that's green. Oh, yeah, I know. That's Maybe colour brown. But I do want to get brown. out of... <laughs> colour blind. I want to get out of my comfort zone, man. Yeah, same. That's why I've got like a... Yeah, jump That's up. cute. Like Where'd Thanks. you get it from? Abercrombie and fish. Apple crumble <laughs> and fish. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see me how like, I slowly mumble it? I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to um, say it. It's ab- Abercrombie and... Abercrombie and... Not fitch. an... And Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fish. <laughs> Listen, I'm just Are they still really expensive? <laughs> kind of, yeah. But you know how I mumbled that? Yeah. That's what I used to do in school even when I was writing. I was so bad at spelling in this room that when I'd have tests and exams, you know, if I didn't know something, I'd like, I'd write it in really bad handwriting to make it seem like... I could have, like, you look at it and you think, that could be an E or an oh, A. Do you know what I mean? Because so I kind of knew what it should say, but I'd like... I thought you were telling me you'd write the whole essay in, like, scribbles. No, no, no. But I used to, majority of the time, because I was so bad at spelling that the whole thing was like, my handwriting Wait, so was better than it was. so dyslexic? Whoa, what's that got to do with anything? You're bad at spelling. No, I've gotten better. Okay, you can still be dyslexic and get better at spit. Why are you ashamed of that? I don't know. Why did you get... He got bare defense. You know nothing what? wrong. If anything, it's better that you're dyslexic than Gives just me a reason. <laughs> yeah, I am dyslexic. No, no, but do you think you're dyslexic? I may be, but I think um, with spelling and stuff like that, I've actually... I don't think I'm mistaken. I think I'm quite like average as a normal human no, being. I, but what I think I have is that's this. That's you have autocorrect, babe. Yes. Um, what I have now, which is an issue... Is I've spoken about it before is a phobia of like reading out loud and doing these things because I was I could took me so long to learn yeah, to read when I was younger. Where are you gonna read out loud like I as know, an adult? I'm saying, but I still have it. Like if I had to, if you told me to read a paragraph right now, I'd like tremble. That's my strong point. Yeah, I was so like embarrassed because I was so bad at in, in school. And what I used to do is, you know, how the teacher used to make get us our textbooks and they used to make. Um, they'd pick a random person to read a random chapter. I know you told us you'd count. Everyone, so what I would do that. is no, that. what I'd do is volunteer for a chapter that I read and prepared. Oh. Like I'd be like, all right, I've looked at this part, I've read it over five times. Can I read the next one? And then she's like, yeah. And we'll like still mess it up so much where everyone's Elliot's laughing. I'm been like dealing with <clears throat> shit from <clears throat> early, <throat> bruv. You're right. What? This is when I was younger. I know. That's the point. Childhood trauma. 
I just couldn't Who leave. has life stresses at eight years old? It used to bully me. No, uh, she was younger than me, yeah. She had mud me read. My mom would make me read like a child's book. This is when I was like, I don't know, four or five. I'm like trying to Older, read it. six. All right, six. Trying to read it. And this one's younger than me. And I'd be there like, the, the, uh, 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 and she'd come from behind and be like, Apple, you idiot. Oh, I feel so bad. I'm sorry <laughs> that you're bully. an idiot and you can't read Apple. <laughs> No, I do feel bad though. I rem- you know, I remember exactly where we were sat. Like where were we? Because I bet it wasn't there. At, in our old house. You yeah. know how we had t- two beds? We shared a bedroom. Yeah. We were sitting on that and then you were there. M- you and mum were there and I came up like behind you and read and the book. Okay, maybe you do remember. I remember weird so shit that I don't... So maybe you're just a liar. What's your earliest memory? <laughs> my dad <laughs> dragging <laughs> my mum. Oh yeah, I forgot. We both have the same earliest memory. Anyway, so <laughs> moving on. When we said we both had, and we, and we described, described the outfit he was wearing. But why is my earliest memory a year earlier? Like yours should be a year earlier, no? Maybe that's just a traumatic moment. So yeah. Seeing my dad throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, childhood trauma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> going back to oh, the that would have been so good. Um, <laughs> fucking. Talk hell. about childhood, yeah. I found this out recently, and it made me have like. I kind of panicked a little bit, but also it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Did you know that hamsters hibernate? Yeah. No, when you're younger, you didn't know. Yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure every young. No, what the hell? Oh, but I've heard that a lot of hamsters are dead, and people think they're yeah. hibernating. Yeah. Do you know how many times your hamster you probably thought was no, dead? No, he definitely died. He was, his face was like blue. No, okay, maybe that. But we, I remember we had a hamster before that, and we came back once, and the house was freezing cold because when it's cold, they'll hibernate. And we literally thought he was dead. And then we put him on the radiator, like with a towel, like thinking that he was dead. We were trying to call the vet or something. And then he ran and he just started waking up because of the heat. Pebbles. But, but th- oh yeah, that was pebbles. But think about all the children that had hamsters and kids. And then they hibernating and people thought they were dead. And so they, they, they buried, buried them. them. Alive. Now think about all the people <laughs> in life who have been buried alive. Don't, that's like a fear. That's the scary. So I think we spoke about this before, but I don't really care. We have an uncle, and obviously we're from Morocco, and a lot of our family are like, actually, are any of our elders born here? No. We were like the first generation. Almost, yeah. We're doing almost. Mum wasn't born here, neither was our dad. Oh, never mind, yeah. So our mum came and she was one. So a lot of our uncles and our elders were born in Morocco, which means that most of them spent most of their life there. So we have an uncle who was born in Morocco, but when we say Morocco, we're not saying like the luxury that you lot have seen. We're yeah, talking... Yeah, we're not talking... <laughs> you're not talking like tourist Morocco where it's like nice. we're talking like the sticks like like the, the ghetto like, yeah the, the actual slums of Morocco Spayon like, <laughs> if any Moroccans know that place like we would say like literally like farms like yeah and to the point where if someone dies there or back in the day back then it was like there was there's no taking them to the doctor or hospital or stuff like that so when he was younger he actually um he was a baby. So he was a, he was about three years old, I'm yeah. pretty sure. And what happened is he must have like, they must have woken up and he was just not waking up. Not breathing so anything, yeah. yeah. I don't know about not breathing. He looked like he wasn't breathing. Yeah, but come on, you would check. Yeah, but how how do they know how to check? Um, Who I don't taught know. them to check his pulse? Where did you learn to check not a pulse? pulse? A pulse is not breathing, you dumbass. Okay, well, oh, you just like check. Check if his breath coming out of his oh, mouth. Oh yeah, they probably did. and they <laughs> But sometimes it can be very faint that you can't yeah, tell. Yeah, it was probably like, yeah. and you know what? Maybe he was... I don't know, yeah. but this is a true story, guys. Well, I'm not lying. Yeah. So they just assumed he was dead. Whole world going crazy. Oh, not whole world. Who was he? The king. Stop. The whole world was going crazy. 
imagine everyone's just like, no, this little kid in a village in Morocco's not woken up. No, by by whole world, I mean the whole village. I meant to say village and he's laughing at me. So the whole the village whole is village. like, <laughs> no, the village, what I mean is, you know, when there's news and it's like this little kid didn't wake up, everyone's yeah. crying, all the family are like just distraught. And they like did a funeral on it. Yeah, so they were going to bury him that day because in <laughs> they our, did not wait. Yeah, like damn bro. oh my god so in our religion as well um you're like you need to bury it as soon as possible yeah. so obviously back then if you could you do it the same day yeah and especially if you're not taking them to the hospital or anything like that and there were whatever his mom was just crying sad everyone was just distraught and then they were literally coming to bury him they yeah, dug the his, grave yeah yeah they dug the grave they'd put him in the sheet and i think they went to say one last goodbye to it him it was his auntie that actually went yeah. to say goodbye so yeah, this is they went to go say one last goodbye to him, like to look at his body, and he's maybe about three or four. Yeah. And then apparently he was just laying there, and then he just opened his eyes like this, and he started <laughs> smiling at everyone. Oh, what's going on? That's an insane story. But you know what? As much as I'm laughing, imagine they didn't do that last check. But You're think, so lucky. But that's why you got to think about. No, back don't. Because when I think about people who are buried, like that is the scariest no, thing but ever. Back in the day, Nishram, we're actually like think about how we're living here yeah, with technology, hospitals. They were back in the day, they just had to wing it. You know, if something went wrong, they had to figure out a way to sort it out with no anesthetic, no um, like numbing this, going to sleep for this. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Like, even on the battlefields in war, they would like, you'd get well, an injury. How would they and like? They'd give you a stick. To be fair, they did have on. like, they, they did have their ways back in the day, oh, yeah, which is kind like, of like holistic things. Yeah, which Milk is kind of cool. the poppy. Yeah, no, but. And <laughs> is that an actual thing? No, it is a thing. And I think it's. Oh, no, I meant it's a thing in Game of Thrones. Oh, but do you know what? There's that thing that you... Valerian gave, Root. There's that thing that you gave my wife, told her to get recently, I think. That Valerian you bite, Root. You bite into it and it, um, it, it makes your mouth numb. It's, a, it's, like a, it's like a stem or something. Damn, what are you Come talking? on, you remember what I was talking about? You were talking to, about her with her... Ugh, I can't even what speak. was it for? It's good for like inf- inflammation, all that kind of stuff. It's almost like the stem of a, of a certain leaf. Damn, I know. And what when you're you t- when you bite it, it's like it's a soury kind of taste. But then after a while, your mouth goes a bit numb, and people used to bite that for oh, their that teeth wasn't pain. Me. It wasn't you. No, it's like really good for you apparently. I don't know. Someone must know the name of this. No, but the thing that I think is interesting is there's certain things like back in the day they had valerian root, which mm. they'd use to like knock people out to sleep and stuff and yeah. drink. For I pain. You about to say knock people up. I was like, no, knock people out. And then now you can take valerian root now to help you sleep. And I took it, and it really does work. But it gives you the worst nightmares, so I wouldn't recommend it, guys. If you have insomnia and stuff. Or maybe, is it nightmares or is it just vivid dreams? Because I've been taking ashwagandha, and every time I take one, I know in my head, tonight's going to be a wild night. Not because of scariness, but just, just know, my dream it. is so vivid, Nishrin, that it feels so scary? real. No, it just feels... The first, I'm not going to you, the first two times I took it, I had two nightmares on it, and one of them was about you, and it was bare scary. What the hell? <laughs> that was months and months ago. Don't tell me. Don't actually say it. I know you were you're about buried to say alive. It. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So, Valerian root, yeah, guys, it works, but you can try it, but it just gives you nightmares, and they were really bad nightmares. So, um, what's the worst dream you've had? I used to have like reoccurring dreams, reoccurring nightmares when I was younger, and it used to always be with you and Neja and Auntie. Damn, this guy just associates <laughs> me with negativity. I'm sorry. Why are you having bad dreams? You were in the good ones. No, but it was never about you being bad. So the two dreams I used to have with this, reoccurring by the way, is we'd be at my grandma's house, Wimmers, and we would it would be nighttime. But you know how like in at night in her living room you could see this Wait, colour of the street Ayo, light? Pause. Cause I really just wanted to say something. You don't care? <laughs> 
No, I do care, but I really care. Oh, what? Because we were speaking about apple, apple crumble and fish. Yeah. But it reminded me of Hollister. Yeah. Does anyone remember Hollister? Oh, you, you interrupted me to talk about Hollister. Actually, let me not even say that story. Yeah. If you, if you know, you know. Yeah. We get it. You tried to steal from Hollister. No, I out. didn't. What the <laughs> hell? Sponsor us. No, I didn't. That wasn't the story I was going to say. Anyway, we don't want to sponsor from Hollister. Um, Go on. <clears throat> I think you say take it back. So my we ni- do. My nightmare was that in our grandma's living room, you know, at night when you turn the lights off, you can see the street lamp light. So it's like an orange light yeah. that kind of shines in. Me, you, and Nezek would be there. And you remember how we used to always play under the dinner t- the table in my yeah. nan's living room? But these guys in cloaks and these like hats, almost like detectives without faces. This is kind of bad. I I you're not supposed to say bad dreams. I just realised. Yeah, but that was years ago. They're not going to come back tonight and haunt me. Yeah, you've been talking about us. <laughs> 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 no! <laughs> I thought you were going to let it go, but you're bringing <laughs> up my name again. <laughs> anyway, no, true. so... Ah, oh, that makes me think of something funny. Anyway, so... We would hide and we get so scared because they're starting to come into the house. And then as soon as they got into the house, I'd like wake up. But me and you, Nezha, would be hiding under stairs. Now, another one. What's wrong with guys in cloaks? They're so scary. This next one. Pussy. I don't know why this is scary. It's come in different forms. There must be like an explanation for this type of dream. But it's about going up something really steep. That's, I fucking and hate. And it's so hard. I hate those fucking dreams. They're so annoying. Yeah, why is it such a scary thing? And it's so you, stressful. You're trying to get up there and you're like falling and you're like, you just can't. You can't, and, and, and no you matter and how much you walk, you can't go up. Yeah. Wait a minute, we spoke about this. Wasn't it in the exact place that we dream about in yeah. Barry St. Edmunds? Yeah, Barry St. Edmunds. You know where the train station is? That's exactly All the way up I... to where the top is. Because that's quite steep there. I think that's why we associate it. So my dream was always there. You know, the Tesco's is at the... Yeah. There. So you and Nezha would be at the top. You've made it, and I'm trying to get to you guys, and I'm crying, and you're not putting your hands out. And I'm like, I just can't do it. Like I can't get up. It They're was, the worst. That used to happen to me all the time. Guys, comment down below if you've ever had a dream of trying to go up a steep hill and you just can't. Do you know, Google does that have a meaning? Um, but then what kind of philosophical? Philosophical. <laughs> I don't like to Google them. Um, there are some philosophical places. meaning would that have when I was four? No. So there are some places that. Um, you can look at, like, there's people who um, interpret dreams mm-hmm. Islamically, but I don't like to look at them because if it's bad, I'm like, don't like to see. I kind of want to look into that one. If anyone knows, let me know. What was um, your worst dreams then? Should we even be saying this? But you can Young When you were younger. When I was younger, let's say years ago. My, the scariest dream I ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, to be fair, I don't know how I'm not, like, a changed woman after that dream. What was it? I once had a dream so you know what we're told about what happens to us after we die yeah and if you're not a muslim oh, yeah. this is basically like something that we're all scared of really is after you die obviously unless you're a really good person and but anyway i don't want to scare you in case you want to become a muslim i'm like we're all scared of this <laughs> yeah. screwed it's the scariest thing ever <laughs> no so i literally it was like i lived it yeah i had a dream that i was unalived yeah. and everything that they say happens was happening around me I was hearing my family talk and I was in being felt myself going into the grave heard the footsteps of people walking away heard my fat heard everything and I f- it was like I lived it Ayub. Yeah. imagine I'm living it now imagine I wake up and it's actually true <laughs> anyway, so it was like I lived it was it really scary Ayub, one like it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my whole entire life it's going to be worse than that no don't say that <laughs> No, not if, no. No, don't say that. <laughs> say, take it back. No. It might not be, though. No, everyone has, everyone's going to be scared, whether you're good or not, until okay. 
you when realize, the angels come, yeah. yeah. But when yeah. the angels come, and then there's yeah. always gonna be fear in that stage, of course, whether you're good or not. And, and then once you get past that stage, it will get better. Yeah. And then, but I'll be real with you, the amount of fear that I had, waking up and realizing it wasn't a dream, felt like I've been given a second chance. Do you know what? That's so weird. You say that because I had a, sorry. I had um, a dream that I honestly, I know this. this How is he fully going away from my dream? Let's sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. That was, no, but I'm talking about the concept of feeling like you had a second chance from a dream. Oh, in life. Yeah. I had a similar thing. I won't go into details because I don't know if it's actually good to really talk about your Oh, dream. he says after I've told <laughs> the worst dream of my fucking life. <laughs> no, I was deep in like, is it good or bad? I don't know. Um, Done it now. <laughs> guys, make that out for us that Allah protects us and you guys and and... Yeah. yeah, keep I mean, us in your prayers that you get everything you want in this life, I mean. So, I had a dream that, I won't say who, but someone I was, it felt really real. I was sitting with someone in our family, they were in their car, and we were at the, the hospital for some reason, but we were outside in the parking lot, and I was talking to them, like I normally would on, on a day, they're in their car, I'm talking to them, and all of a sudden a group of guys pull up, and one of them stabs them in the chest. Hey, wait, stop, because you know I've I actually heard that you should not tell bad dreams, because okay, they but, can harm you. Okay, but... But this is really bad. No, 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 it gets... Good. This is what's crazy. Okay, ignore the... Don't say the bad... Okay, part. something bad happens to the person. We know now. Yeah. <laughs> but just try... Because I heard Islamic, they can harm you if you say your bad dreams. Oh, but this was years ago. Can it still harm you? I know. I didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't read the fine print. Okay. Okay, just go. Just, just ignore yeah, the graphic the, Nothing but Any graphic happens after this anyway. Okay, that go. happens. And obviously, I, they start chasing me and I'm running. Yeah? And this is the first time in my life that I've ever, in my dream, made dua. Like, they're chasing me to get me and kill me. And I've never in my life been in a situation where I put my hands up and I started asking Allah to save me. And the moment I did it, I woke up in bed and I was like, I know, it's, I don't, by the way, guys, please don't take this and think this is how it works. Cause I don't stop, think it is. But in my head, I literally for a second was like, it felt real. And it was almost like Allah answered my door by making a it a dream. For you. Now listen you to this. You didn't let me finish. No, because I have a theory. Okay, but let me finish my point. No, was, please. My point was that I felt like, me making that door. You said it. He made it a dream for me and I woke up. Anyway, you Karen. You just finished. You just said Because you were talking through it, you sneak. Because then um, listen to this. Right. Theory. Use yeah. your brain. Imagine. And this is the way Allah can make anything happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Allah is good, by the way, for anyone who's not Muslim watching. Yeah. Imagine that was... And dua is supplication. Anyway, Karen. Imagine that was your life and that was real. But yeah. you making that dua in that time shifted it and made it a dream. That's that's literally what I just said. Oh. <laughs> that's how you know she wasn't listening. You just repeated what I said. Like, that's what it felt like. I woke up oh, and I, I thought... Oh, I thought you meant that you were in your dream and you felt like Allah answered yourself in your dream. No. I didn't, thought you, I didn't think you meant it was real. I thought you meant no, like... No, I thought it was real and that Allah answered my dua and made it that it was a dream. Not he answered my... You never know. You actually never know. But can that happen? Well, yeah, anything's possible. But I don't know if that's how... Like You never know. We actually never know. Yeah, that's crazy. Could not be here right now. That's actually Might be so, dreaming. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Really Have dream. you ever, like, um, I realized in my recent years, I've started doing more, like, being conscious of Allah in my dreams. I think, I don't know if that's, and that must be a good thing, but, like, praying in my dreams or making du'as and no, stuff like that. I want to pray in my dreams. Why do you get to pray in your dreams? <laughs> Maybe you should start praying outside your dreams first. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> no, Wallah, I pray every single day. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Keep it going. I mean, um, I didn't see how many times though. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. Stuff like okay. Did you know that apparently, like, if, I don't know, by the way, again, anything we say, guys, please just research it yourself before you take it as fact and tell anyone else. Um, 
you can see like relatives that have passed in your dreams. Are you sure? Are you serious? No, I'm being serious. I've looked into it. And it could. Hey, I don't know. By the way, I don't. I've no, never no, no. Seen I've looked into it, but I don't know. If that, I don't know if that source is correct. <laughs> but let's skip over that part. Apparently, if you see the prophet peace be upon him in your dream, it's a hundred percent like the fact that it's him that has come to you. No way. And people that have seen him have described him to look at all. They've all described him the way, same way that he's looked in his face. And someone in our family dreamt that he that he came to him and spoke to him. No, they're attention seeking. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> What don't even say, say allowed, yeah, yeah. Don't say. But um, do you know how special that is? I want to... Guys, make that 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 happens. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't even want to say the story that I was about to say now, after that. Why? Because it's Let's appropriate. just wait for five minutes. Okay. So, how was your yeah, day today? Yeah. Um, but yeah, dreams can be really like... I want to go back to um, Morocco. Okay. The slums. Okay, cool. Let's go. So, this is probably one of the... F- I don't want to say funniest, because if it is true, it's not funny, and that's very sad. Mm-hmm. But I know it is true. So it is sad. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say the story. <laughs> okay. <coughs> and it's like, if you're Moroccan, you probably know this story. But it's like confirmed true by people that live in Morocco, like all of oh. our relatives. So, and I might not know the details. I have the details correct, but I'm going to give you the gist. So you're just going to chat shit, basically. So right saying. now I'm slandering. Yeah. No, because I'm not telling you who it That's is. That's not even a funny joke joking. I'm not, I'm not telling you who it is. I'm telling you a story that is known. Okay. It doesn't count as slander or backbiting. If I'm not telling you her name. I'm just telling you a story of someone. That could be false. Yeah, yeah, it could be false. Of course it, of course it could be false. Someone okay. could have made it up. Do you get okay, it? Cool, and then cool, said cool. to everyone, you better tell everyone this is real. Do you All get right. it? And I'm not telling you who it is, but I heard... There's a story going around in Morocco, right? It really does that. Um, so there was a wife and a husband that were married in Morocco, right? Yeah. Living in their house, living their lives. And the wife would always have like a friend come over and her friend was very religious. Like her friend was a niqabi mm-hmm. and like she would just, she, during the day she was bored. Sometimes she'd come at night or whatever. Like she just, in Morocco, you don't really go out, especially like when you're religious or married and stuff, you'd have friends over. And because her friend was a niqabi, if you don't know what a niqabi is, guys, it's, um, you know, when you wear the veil. So over your, under Well, you just wear, it's like the women that only show their eyes. Yeah. Um, and she'd have like her niqabi friend come over and they'd chill whatever. But obviously the husband, out of respect, he would leave. Because mm-hmm. like, if she's a niqabi or she's wearing that, the veil, she obviously doesn't want to be around men. She's obviously very yeah, religious. Yeah, of course, you leave, you let her, she can take it off, chill. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wife, and and out of respect, yeah. like she doesn't want to be free mixing. Yeah, yeah. So anytime his friend would come, he wouldn't, he, anytime her friend would come, her Nakabi friend, she, he wouldn't look at her, he wouldn't speak to her out of respect. And he'd, if she told, like they'd walk past each other, he'd just go past or whatever. And if she said, oh, my friend's coming, he'd try and leave before whatever. Yeah. And this was happening over like a few months. So then. <laughs> Why are you laughing? So, it was later discovered. Oh my God, I don't know if this is funny to laugh at. I hope it's not true, guys. It was later discovered that it was a man. <laughs> and she was cheating on her husband. No. Yeah. Why did I That's <coughs> so messed this up. This is how it. you know that the world has pushed us in, the, in a toxic way. Because I was um, somehow I was trying to spin it that the husband and her were linking up earlier on. So, it was the husband that was doing something wrong. Stop, stop. The world is spinning toxic men. <laughs> Men are cheating. Okay, yeah, true. <clears throat> but I forget that women can do it as well. Yeah, but like less likely. Yeah. Thank so that's you a for violation, bro. And then he found out. But the thing that... He's like looking around like this. If he looked up for two seconds, he would have saw a little bit of a moustache sticking yeah. out. <laughs> Guys, no. The reason I say a funny story, by the way, for anyone that's like, oh, you think it's funny that that happened to a marriage. It's not funny like, at all. The thing that makes me laugh is the fact that if it is true... 
But even if it isn't true, let's say it's a movie, the guy literally would, uh, the process of him putting on a niqab. That's crazy. Like getting dressed, going to all that extent. I like don't know if you're going to get caught. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not just like when you get there, you're going to want to like try and make yourself look as petite yeah. as possible. So he's probably going to... He probably had to like pluck in between his eyebrows if, yeah. if he was showing his... Do you know what I mean? Do they show their eyebrows? I don't know. <laughs> just imagine just this. No, but like, do you know what I mean? Maybe put on a bit of mascara or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, everyone else reacted like really funny and you, you're making me think I feel bad. For no, no, no. It is, it is a bit crazy. It is funny to think of I the concept. I hope it's not true. Inshallah, that's not true. But that's probably happened loads of times. I'll be real. Come on, Come bro. on. That's definitely happened more than twice. No. In, this, in the history of oh, the world. Oh, in the history of the world, twice. That's not loads though. No, okay, but... It's probably happened twice. Twice this year, at least. No, Come man. on. No. You're telling me it's not currently happening. Do you know how many, ty- how many people in the world and how many people think of these type of things? It's kind of... But why would you do it? Just break up with them. But people are like that. They're mentally unwell. True. Or they don't have hearts. Not even mentally unwell, but they're mentally sane, but they just don't have emotions or care about that type of stuff. But I feel like to not have emotions or care about people's things, you have to be mentally unwell. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Actually, true. It's a trait of like, what is it? Um, Narcissism. Oh, yeah. Psychopath, right? They don't have, they can't, they don't have the emotions and they try to imitate from people that they speak to. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for them. Kind of and kind of do and kind of don't because like they're literally, they can't control the fact that they they don't feel empathy. Yeah. They don't, do you know what I mean? But why don't you feel sad? They don't know that. Oh, I said, <laughs> I thought you said, did you say they why? They do now, let's watch it, they watch it. No, you said, why don't you feel sad for them? Yeah. No, I said, I feel bad for them. You said, I kind of do and I kind of don't. Oh, at the same time, I feel like you should control, like I feel bad for the ones that really try not to be like, let their thoughts or their actions harm others. Yeah. But the people that are just actually psychopaths and they don't have empathy and they can't feel things and they don't care about other people's emotions. The ones that are just live in their life and they know, let me not do bad things. I feel bad for them. Oh, okay. But the ones that are like, still doing bad things, I'm like, you still know right from wrong. Yeah. I saw a story <coughs> and this story made me so sad. This guy was walking past the house mm. and he could hear like a young girl being attacked by a group of men. Yeah. And as he was walking past, obviously, and he said, he's like, I need to save her. And he felt like this weird connection where he felt like he could hear her speaking to him, saying that she needs like to be communicating. saved. communicating. Yeah, communicating to him. So From he, inside the house. From inside the house while she's being attacked. That's mad. Yeah. And what's it called? So he went to grab a brick to go in the house, but then she was basically telling him through communicating in his mind that don't come in. There's too many men in here. Mm. They're going to, if you try to fight them off, they're just going to attack you as well. So yeah. he then went and tried to set the house on fire because she was saying, if you set the house on fire, they'll be distracted and I can escape. Yeah, like run away. So in his head, he's like really trying to save this girl. young girl that's been attacked by 10 men. And um, he tries to, he, I think he sets like a bin on fire or something, tries to set the house fire. Doesn't get it fully on fire. But then what ended up happening was there wasn't a girl, there was no 10 men. It was just a house throwing a, a little bit of a party gathering. And obviously they see this guy coming to try and burn it. And he got like five years in prison or something like that for being an arson or whatever it's called when you yeah, try to yeah, burn yeah. places. And he spent them five years in prison. Yeah. And they gave him the option to plead insanity, but then he would have... Wait, what was wrong with him? What was his diagnosis? He had schizophrenia. Yeah, you didn't mention that. Yeah. <coughs> so that's why... Oh, I think I did it at the start. But anyway, he had schizophrenia and he, in his head, he thought he was saving this young girl, that's but so ended up having to spend five years in prison because he's mentally not. Not just that. He didn't just think he was saving the girl. He really did real life because to him it was real life think yeah. I'm going to put myself at risk to save this yeah, girl yeah yeah no, that's what's that's what's only so to end sad. up Karen they said they he got five years in prison what were you saying yeah so he got five years in prison um, and he said something about he could have claimed insanity like go to a mental but then he, that's like a, 
a thing where you can end up getting locked in and drugs, meds, yeah, all the stuff where you'd worse. just be stuck there. Yeah, yeah. It would be even worse for, for him. So he ended up doing the five years in prison. But you got to think, in his head and his heart, he was like, I'm going to save this girl. That's There's so not, sad. Like he was doing the most heroic thing. Like, I'm not going to let that happen. And then it ended up just being, from the outside looking in, it was him just attacking his house where they were having a gathering. That's very, very sad. I'm not going to lie to you. But and it kind of tells you how, like, mis, 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 misunderstood. misunderstood a lot of people with mental health yeah, are. Yeah, 100%. In their head, they, may f- they might think they're doing the most amazing thing or trying yeah, to help someone. 100%. And I'll be real with you. I think that schizophrenia is one of, like, for me, one of the worst. Like, I feel oh, so bad for them. Oh. No, I'm saying, like, in terms of, I know a little bit about it. And for the people that do go for that, mm. I just feel like, my heart's so warm for these people because, like, it's so sad. Like, all, all mental illnesses are sad. Yeah, of course. of course. But you know, like, when you, you're hearing stuff and you're seeing stuff, it's like, I can only imagine that it's like you're at war with yourself. Of course, of course. That's, and that's what's And we've sad. obviously got family members but you know what's sad? that have schizophrenia. Yeah. Sorry. I think that's the saddest thing about it is that, like, you're, you can just, you're a danger to people, but without even meaning to be. Yeah, like you're not a bad person. Yeah, you could hurt bad. someone or harm them. Yeah, like you're not bad, That's but y- you're not safe to be around. Do you know how sad that, that is? That is so, and you're probably, and the people that we know with schizophrenia are such good people. Yeah, and they're kind of, they are kind of safe to be around. Yeah. They're just, theirs is more internal with themselves. Yeah. Not like something that where they would go and do something. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know, actually. Could they possibly end up being you in that situation? You never know, but it, so far, alhamdulillah. Do you think it's like a spectrum? Yeah, I definitely think it is. Like, there's certain levels of where, like... Yeah, I do. But it's just think how sad that is. Like, that's so sad. May Allah make it easy for every single person suffering Amen. with that and any other mental illness. What's the difference between schizophrenia and multiple, multiple personality disorder? Because isn't it like you're no. just hearing voices, right? No. So, from what I know, I'm not a professional, mm-hmm. but... Um, if I refer back to my book of... <laughs> no, um, I'm pretty sure multiple personality disorder... Are you talking about DID? Just so you know when they're like, people have oh, different the, personalities. Yeah, they're switching from personalities, yeah. not speaking, hearing voices. Yeah, so okay. with schizophrenia, and obviously it, it's different for everyone, yeah. but I think generally it's like, you're hearing things that aren't there and you're seeing things that aren't there. But it's not just like, you're, it's like the same way I'm seeing you now, yeah, like they vivid. would see someone yeah. and it's like, it's just real. And, and they're living their lives and they don't know what's real and what's not real. Mm, and obviously sad. it fluctuates, can get better and yeah. worse. And then, yeah, with um, multiple personalities, disorder um it's yeah you so have you like different personalities, different that come personalities out, but it's like you create a lot of the people that go through that go through traumatic things and they create these um i forgot what they're called they're like i forgot what they named them there's a specific word and i actually know quite a lot about did is it to do with like someone that they can put forward to protect yeah, themselves? Yeah, and it protects maybe the, the the person who went through something traumatic. Inside, basically. It's like a different personality, but it's not like they're not there thinking, "Yeah, I'm gonna be this person now." No, it's it just what genuinely happens. feels like an action. It's like it's like a reaction, like fight or flight. It's your body goes into protection mode, fight mode, and you. But basically they fully got their own person. It's yeah, like their own person. Different person steps in, basically. Yeah, says, basically I'm gonna take in. over. Yeah, while you kind of like sit in the back. Yeah, and Whoa, just turn so... your brain off, basically, and just relax. Do you think that's like a do you know how I imagine it? Yeah. You know when you say you guys dissociate? Yeah. Do you feel... Do, oh, but then again, how does that work? I imagine like a dissociating feeling of like them going to the back and something else coming forward. But then they're in control of that thing that's forward as well. So maybe they don't feel No, that. but they don't feel like they're in... I'm pretty sure. I don't think they feel so like So when they snap back from a different personality, they can't remember what just happened. I think they can. 
You know what? I think we should do research on this. And you know what I think we should do? I think it'd be very interesting to speak to someone that has it. Yeah. Because it's a very, I'm saying interesting. Obviously, it's not interesting for the people that go through it. Yeah. But, but to, people need to be educated on Yeah, it'd, topics, it'd be so. nice to be educated on it mm. personally by someone who's actually going through it. Um, a lot or of people a think mental health expert that would be good yeah, as well yeah that's true so maybe someone who like can deals explain with, yeah. yeah deals with uh, all different types yeah, of things yeah, they can that's explain that would be so interesting because as well a lot of people think that BPD and multiple personality disorder are the same thing I thought it was I'm not going to lie to you no. this whole time I've been telling everyone you've got multiple personality you think disorder. that's what you thought you nothing wrong with that but he did not know me at no, all no but that's, that's an extreme compared to I think what you have right so BPD is more similar to bipolar, but it's not as severe as bipolar. Oh, I li- that's bad. No, I BPD is literally just... No, BPD... That's why he always says to me, you're multiple personalities, yeah. and I get so confused. You never, you never defend yourself. Well, like, I get so confused, but I just leave it. I always make a joke. You've uh, been saying it for years. <laughs> You've never refuted it. You thought I have... Literally. No, it's, it's kind of... I didn't think to that extreme. I just thought you had different moods that were no, like your personality type No, that's what it is. No, so I'm going to say BPD. And by the way, I don't actually think I've got BPD. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Personally, I don't know if you noticed, I haven't spoken about it in like a year. Yeah, no. I don't think I have ADHD BPD. took over in the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I was misdiagnosed. And um, I think, because a lot of times BPD, especially in women, gets misdiagnosed and you really had ADHD. But anyway, that's a story for another time. Yeah. BPD is like your moods shift. So like one minute, you know how sometimes I'm really hyperactive, guys, let's do this. Da, da, and the next I can just be zoned out. Yeah. And I'm just like... That's so similar to ADHD. These blurred lines are so blurred. Ayob, I literally... But the only thing is, yeah, and it's also like lack of dopamine, which makes you depressed and like... Man, I don't so think I've got things. BPD. But what did people do back in the day, man? They just got up and got on with their just lives. Dealt with it. Yeah, I think the fact I that we're like all—I think the fact that we all put so much into it now—it's like taking over. Like back in the day when there was no technology and people lived on a farm and you had to work and hunt to do these things, you just do it because you had to survive. Like I think your natural instinct of having to survive to survive took over to the point where you probably didn't feel that even if you had it as much, and there wasn't so many things. Sometimes stimulating I feel like it. when you're aware of it, it's like. It, it, it makes it worse but now I, but I don't like saying that because then it's like downplaying things but I do know what you mean because think about all of our aunties and uncles and the generation before us that had all of these issues that we're dealing with but they're alright you speak but to then them again, again even like back then sorry to cut you off where they sit in there like back when there was just farmers and people you would live off trading and doing all these things where you sit in there thinking oh I need to get a Lamborghini I need to get this but yeah. then you're probably thinking I'm trying to get the biggest goat oh, in the herd goat. yeah isn't it? Oh. <laughs> no I have to get there man look at him your neighbour next door is walking his sheep and they're all bigger than yours yeah, no. <laughs> I need the milk with the biggest udders <laughs> the milk with the biggest udders the cow with the biggest udders <laughs> to be fair men do think that now <laughs> disgusting grow up so I had a question for you right alright alright <coughs> We're a bit late on this. I'm not going to say trend, right? But. Carry on, I'm here, I'm here. I need, I don't like when people are on their phone oh. when I speak to them. That's crazy because you're always on your phone. Carry on, go off. Look how he done it all like, that's crazy because you're like, yeah. you know when you're working, it's like, no, because I actually finished five minutes ago. <laughs> and You've never experienced that in your life, shut up. Anyway, so we're a bit late, but it doesn't matter. Did you see what happened with Nella Rose on I'm a Celebrity? Yeah. Did you watch the clip? I didn't, I watched... Actually, I didn't watch the clip. I saw it on my feet and I just like skip it because I'm not really that interested. Yeah. But I do understand... My friend was telling me about how what yeah. happened. And uh, this is my stance on it as someone who actually didn't watch the clip, but just hearing the back and forth of what was actually happening. Tell us what your friend said first. So apparently, 
she opened up to one of the people that were there yeah. saying that her uh, she lost her father and yeah. uh, may he rest in peace. But, um, and at one point they were talking about ages or something and then that person later on then referred to said, oh, I'm basically old enough to be your father in a sense. Or like, I could be your father. Yeah, he said, I, I could be your dad. Yeah, I could be your dad. As in like, and we all, I'm sorry, yeah? This is what I take from this. We all understand what that means, right? Yeah. That I'm old enough to basically to be your dad. But also at the same time, so for me, I'm like, how do you get that confused? I don't think she did. But the only thing I will say is that I don't know what it's like to be in her position to have lost someone to feel and what she was feeling in that moment and the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Me and you have the exact same opinion. Yeah. Because I look at that and I'm like, obviously that phrase wasn't used to be offensive. But just because someone wasn't trying to be offensive doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be upset. Yeah. Like, I could do something, and I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm being so nice. As much as I agree with so that... Sorry, interrupt me. Sorry, sorry, carry on. Oh, no, you're, you're actually replying. Go on. Yeah, as much as I agree with that, there has to be some accountability okay, that's wait. held Let place. me say this, yeah. So, she, you're allowed to feel what you feel. Yeah. So, this is why this, this actual situation is kind of interesting, because... She's allowed to 100% feel what she feels. No one can tell her how to grieve. And respectfully, unless you're in her position and you go for the exact same thing, no one can tell her how to uh, react. Yeah, we I, don't know how we'd react. Of course, of course, I agree. The only thing I think that was sad to see, but that's only because I'm like, like when it comes to, like you said, when people are like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean it. I'm too forgiving in the sense where if I see someone apologize and I see they mean it, and when I don't see people like, no, it's fine. Like, don't be silly. I'm like, oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing that made me, I think personally, think that was a bit sad. But even though she's allowed to feel what she wants to feel, is he like, he did say to her, like, he came to her and said, sorry. And like, she just brushed him off and basically aired him. But yeah. That is one trait that I hate so much in human beings. And it's like, I hate it so much. I don't care what you've been through, what's going on. I don't like that, like, someone can come with to you with, like, actual, in their heart, like, I want to be forgiven. Yeah. And you can be like, Ugh, like, get out of it. Who are you? Especially, but, no, let me finish what I'm saying. Because. I agree, by the way. In that situation where, no matter how you felt, you must have known, okay, even if you got confused and then they clarify, I just don't like this whole, even the way I think it went about it is that she was just being weird with him. Not yeah. saying anything, you're upset. It just reminds me of when I was in school and, like, I would make a joke with a friend or something and then all of a sudden they stopped talking to me for a few days. I don't like this whole back and forth of, oh, I'm just not going to talk to you. I'm like, I'm really upset and I'm going to be rude. And when you come and to me, I'm just going to be like, who are you? Like, get away everyone. from me. I and hate ignore, that. but speak to everyone else. I would just never do that to someone. I don't get how people can have that in their heart. No okay, matter how wait. pissed off you are. Like, I, I 100% agree like with you, right? 100% obviously. But again, and this is why you've got to remember in that moment, first of all, you're in a jungle. She's probably, everyone's hungry. No one's slept properly. Mm. You're doing the maddest stuff. Think of you in your most crankiest state. Yeah. And then think of you that something just happened where she felt offended and she felt hurt by it. Then think of the next day and are you straight away, are you going to react in the most, no, don't worry, fine, give me a hug. I agree with you. Uh, me, yeah, I'll be real. Okay, you don't know until you're in that position. No, no, no. I, I think it's different. I understand, by the way, emotions, all that stuff. And I, I'm not, all I can do is get on to what I'm seeing on paper. That whole altercation, I think, was not the right way to it go about it. But I understand that I don't know what she was feeling. I don't know what she's been going through. And you don't know how people see conversations in their eyes. That could have been a whole exactly. different thing. We're seeing it from the outside. She, maybe might, have the way. she might have felt it like as... he, You know how you read a text and you read it differently? 
she could have really seen it as like him maybe he smirked in a certain way and when, when he, he apologized to her he did smirk to her by the way so okay, that's yeah. why she probably thought nah i'm not an idiot like, okay yeah yeah so that makes sense. i don't think she was there like oh he's really sorry he didn't mean it she generally thought that's not an appointment he's she's taking the piss out of me basically. okay there you go that makes Do sense because I mean? for me anyone that comes up to me and genuinely asks for forgiveness there's nothing in i can't who are we because i'm just scared people? of allah bro yeah. i can't be like Nah, get away from... Bro, do you know how scary that is? But then again, Ayob, one thing I will say as well, because I feel like we should all make excuses for each other. And by the way, it was sad to see, like I watched it and I was like, that's sad. Mm. I feel like we don't know what she's been like, she's been through in the past in the sense where she could have had people do her dirty, dirty. She's forgave so many people because this is something that happened to me. And then she reached a point where I'm not being forgiven anymore. You done what you done. It was disrespect. Because me, I'm slowly becoming like that. Yeah, because some people get taken advantage of so then she's like no so then she, she that could have been the straw that comes back so in the sense of like, that like, was the last thing where she was like i'm not going to take this from people yeah. anymore yeah i get you so we never the, the whole point is we never know mm. <laughs> like so but the one thing that pissed me off as sad as that situation was and as much as i felt bad for that guy and mm-hmm. i felt bad for her because it's not fair on her yeah um the internet are fucking everyone was just everyone was just coming for her and in my heart i'm not gonna like made me sad to see because i know how that feels but obviously not to that extent maybe yeah. to that extent i saw like her comment section and i was just thinking you absolute weirdos like what do you think commenting something mean about the girl is good what are you trying to do you're trying to make her sad because if you are then you're, you're 10 just, times yeah, yeah, worse, yeah, you're worse than she was for what she done to Fred. yeah that's so true like, these like if you're trying to educate her or maybe whatever but it's different yeah you the internet are weirdos i'm sorry one thing i don't understand yet and maybe i won't understand until i'm ever in this situation but i just feel like if i was on a tv show I just know that I'm not going to act up like that. So you're going to be fake? No, but I just know that if someone so if someone fake. hurt me, I wouldn't be rude to them. Because in my head, I'm thinking, let me just hold it until the show's over and then maybe I address it to them. But you never know because she, the way she viewed it, she, she could have been like, the rest of the world thinks he violated me as well. She, they, she probably <laughs> saw so true, yeah. that the rest of the world saw the violation. They're not going to think, I'm, they're going to think yeah, my, my she, response is justified. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that so just true. shows that her intentions weren't bad. She wasn't being a bitch. It was genuinely... I do believe it's genuinely how she felt. I don't think she yeah. was just trying to like make something up. Yeah, obviously. And I but just, it's just a bit sad. I just feel like you have to have a bit more... Like you said you were, a minute ago, that's the point you made, that you can feel how you want to feel no matter how the, what the person was doing. But there's, I think there's accountability there because yeah, you, do you can't you, you can't just all of a sudden start treating everyone like crap because you think they're attacking you when they're actually everyone's being as nice as possible. Like imagine I come to do something for you and be really nice and I tell you, and I think, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm never speaking to this person. Yeah, no, I don't like, like I don't like that. I don't I don't like like what you said. I don't like the. Um, but that's just me personally. When someone asks, for, I forgive people that don't even ask for forgiveness, even yeah. if they've done the worst thing to me. So especially when someone asks for forgiveness for me, and it's happened in the past, I can't lie where. I've been stung by the same bee multiple times because I just forget it. Yeah, you tend to do this a lot of nice. But now I've obviously learned not to, but I don't I can't not forgive someone that says, Look, I'm not gonna lie, I'm sorry. Do you get it? Yeah. I can't. I like my heart just becomes like slippery and like soft. Well, may you stay like that, I mean, and me as well. I Because mean, I feel like I would hate to be someone who's like I I'll be honest as well, guys, honestly, um this is from me to you guys. If you are that person you notice we're talking about that can just be really mean when you get hurt or like not care if they apologize. I truly believe that's one of the ugliest traits you can have. And it doesn't mean you can't change now. So I'm not judging, but I'm just saying, 
that is something you definitely need to work on because to be... And by the way, if you do... Sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. If that is something you... A trait you have, because we all have bad traits. Yeah, and of I, course. There were certain traits I had a year ago that, I, that no, were horrible. Yeah. You work on. Accept it and say, do you know what? The first step is being like, oh, damn, you know what? That is me. Maybe I should... Yeah. Try and change that. Yeah, of course. That's so how don't you, feel bad. That's literally how you grow. That's how you grow. You have to accept these things. But I honestly believe it's such an ugly trait to have. Like when I say ugly, I mean like when I think of like a black heart, like a, a cold-hearted person. You know, people who can just be like brush you off like it's nothing. I think it's because maybe like I feel like I went through this stuff in school. Like, yeah. like you know what you said. I genuinely feel like that takes me back to school. That's bullying. what I mean. That's what I mean. There was times. Like I feel where, like, like I was too nice. Like it's, like, it's like the people pleaser. Maybe when I was younger or even now when I'm like nice to people and they're rude to me and, I'm, and I know how it feels to be like that sunken in feeling in your belly. Yeah. So I think that's why like, yeah, that's sad. Like, do you know why? I think the reason I, I hate it so much is because I've been in that position where like I was just talking about something is. normal and all of a sudden they, they went weird with me and then I asked for forgiveness. And it's almost like they don't want to forgive me. And I felt that pain of like, why don't they want to forgive me? I don't understand. I know what it is, by the way. I just realised what we both felt. It's when a bully's being mean to you, but you carry on being nice to them because uh, uh, even though they're stop. being mean yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. That's like, why we're both like, <clears throat> yeah. what's going on? I feel so vulnerable. Like, that's, you know, I'm the type of person, yeah, I'm very... Um, by the way, we're not saying, referring back to what we're speaking now, we're not saying that that is a situation. Yeah, we've yeah. Moved, we've moved past Nella and Fred now. We're talking about the feeling now. that we're getting. We're, we're like way past that now. We're not speaking about that was what that situation was. Yeah. And we're speaking about actual situation. The feeling, basically. I um, I have such a like a soft heart for people that get bullied or in them situations, I think because I've been through it myself, that whenever I feel an urge of protection for, for people... Like, you know me, like I'm very, it takes a lot for me to get angry. But the only times I've ever actually had like physical altercations are when I've gone into protection mode for like the people around me. Yeah. Like one time we were in London and we went to some random place to play football and like it kicked off with my friends. And I know my friends, no one's hot-headed. Everyone's... Very like... Yeah. And obviously we're from Cambridge, so we may look like we're a bit softer because we don't speak with like hood accents or London accent or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like we speak... Mm. We sound like... You don't sound like Raymond. People will probably look at us and be like, we're, we're wet because we speak properly or we don't sound yeah, intimidating. Yeah. So sometimes when, we, when we're playing football against certain people, they might take advantage, like they think, oh, do you know what I mean? They get, they, man, when they start losing, they get pissed off and they're like, oh, do what I want, what these men are yeah, going to do, they're yeah, moist, yeah. they're not going to do anything. And my friends have like chill and then there's an altercation where like they banged into one of them and put him into the fence and he's like, what are you doing? And got in his face and then my friend went to like break up and the guy ended up punching him just because obviously they think they're all like, oh, we can do what we want. If someone was starting on me, I would, I'm so chill. Yeah. The moment I feel like there's that bully situation, yeah. literally, I ran in there. And Especially because your friend is such a good guy. Yeah, yeah, literally. Don't tell us what you've done, because... Okay, why? As in, like, you, you ran in and saved the situation. Yeah, but I got... But you don't want to say the actual thing. Okay, I know. That's like... No, it's not. It is, what no, the hell? No, it's not that deep. I'm not going to get done for how many years later getting in a fight. It's not... So he hit you first then? No, listen. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail. What ended up happening is because I was so angry, yeah, and everyone was running in and fighting, it got to the point where I ran in and I was literally just fighting three people on my own, but out of anger of that situation. Yeah. But it was it was a bit intense. I ended up having my, my eye nearly got gouged out. They like poke. They, one guy had his thumb on my eye. Do you know who he squeezing, is? No, nah, I don't know who he is. Um, squeezing He's it. He's watching this podcast, seeing it on TikTok. I've been looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> I found him. Come see me. Can we make a disclaimer though for the younger lads that are watching, and for the. By the way, I don't promote that stuff. It takes. No, a lot I know you don't promote it, but I want to say for the for the little boys or the boys or even teenagers that saw that and were like, yeah, 
Because people would ex- find that exciting. No, I'm not really. They'll, they'll probably make watch a disclaimer. Him. This no, guy's from Cambridge. He's lying. Look at his no, accent. No, that's what I mean. Make a disclaimer. And guys, fighting is not good. It's and not good at all. You should always avoid it, which AF does at all costs. Because not just because obviously fighting, harming other people, it's not worth it. You could accidentally punch someone. They, oh, by they the could way. die and you're in jail and someone else is dead. I know stories of this, of people punching someone and then they fall and hit their head on the curb or something and then, then they, they die, die and they've gone to prison. That is purely one of the, one of the main reasons that I will always avoid an altercation unless someone hits me first. Yeah. And then it's over for them. But yeah, guys, avoid it at all costs. For the people that have been through what we just explained, I guarantee you when they're sat in jail, they're thinking, if only I didn't yeah. let anger, because not only is your life ruined, someone else's life is taken and all their family's life is ruined. Yeah, and I'll be honest, even that situation I just spoke about, me getting into a fight, obviously this was when I was younger as well, it was purely my emotion of protection. It wasn't, I'm going there angry and I'm looking for a fight. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. I was in protection mode. I'm trying to protect my friends. They hit him first. Yeah, yeah hit him th- first. that's what happened. I, like, a real man, Islamically, is someone who can control their anger and not allow it to get to that point. A lot of people are like, oh, if you're going to be a man, you've got to be aggressive, you've got to be physical, fight. Yeah, I think, I do believe that we do have to all be have physically strong. Aspect. Yeah, yeah in that sense, and be able to protect. And honestly, I do believe men should take part in any type of physical combat training in the sense of like wrestling or just something that gets you hard into life because you know you never know what situation you could be in you have to protect your family your wife your kids all that kind of stuff but a real man is someone who can control their emotions and not get angry not throw the first hit and do these things you de-escalate the situation you allow people to move on you're forgiven you're not someone who is looking for a fight but when it comes, you can handle yourself and protect yourself. That's what I think. And even um, like. in relationships, it's like control your emotions. Of course, even in like marriage, never raising your voice, swearing, doing these things. These are things that I honestly believe you're a man. They're the traits you're going to have. Not all of a sudden lose your... Te- That's a child. You're not, you're not a man, you're a child. Yeah. If you're the type of person that can lose your temper quickly, oh, no, 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 and shout at a woman or raise your voice to your mum or do these different things, you're not a man, you're basically a child. I say that, and again, <clears throat> I 100% agree with you. At the same time, because I do think of maybe that one or two people that are watching this, like... No, We're always giving disclaimers, but no, it's, no, it's, it's actually good because they might feel themselves, oh, well, I'm not a man because yeah. I've got anger issues and they actually yeah, have exactly anger issues. Yeah, exactly what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> so, I 100% agree with you, but at the same time, there are people with anger issues and if you do have them, it's still not an excuse for raising your voice at women or anything or doing what you do, but it's your responsibility to heal yourself. Yeah, it's true. So what you're going through is it's not your fault. But it's your responsibility to take the steps necessary. You're not going to be perfect straight away. Yeah. But accept it and then do what you can to fix it. I think there are a lot of men that have anger issues. 100%. They need to like, they just leave it and think, oh, because some of them I'm might so even feel sorry for themselves. I went through this. So this and no, they just think I'm just a man. So yeah. Like. But you genuinely have to better yourself. You can't go through your whole life thinking everyone just has to accept me the way I am. This is me. No, bro. That's not how it works. Get yourself together. Look into what an actual man is and how to be a good person. Especially if you're a Muslim, we should be leading in the footsteps. We should be following the footsteps of the Prophet, peace be upon him, um, in how he was. And when you look at the the sirah of the Prophet, um, you will realize how he conducted himself as a man, how caring, how emotionally intelligent he was. Like these are such important aspects to have. And like discipline. Yeah, like and building that in yourself. And not being in environments where people can insult and throw these words and throw that. As much as I think every man has it. And I think a lot of men are quite insecure. And they feel the need 
to physically present themselves as something tough, strong, angry, and... All right, sorry, guys. We've been talking so much longer than we normally do. The battery died. Gosh. Our podcasts are getting longer. Good. So... Wait, I wanted to say one thing to you before you go on about your crap. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, you're not. Go. I've noticed... Well, I've noticed, but I've known. I talk with my hands a lot. Like, very... That's good. This. You don't want to sit here like, yeah, oh my God, no. you'll never believe what happened today. It was the maddest <laughs> thing ever. You don't get it. It's but good to be expressive. I realised it when I was talking to someone recently and the whole time they just kept looking at my hands, looking at my hands. Like, I'd be talking about, and then looking at my hands and I was thinking, they're looking at me and thinking, what is this guy doing? No, they're not. Something no, but they, no, but they were like so staring at my hand. Like I was going, imagine I'm talking to you. Talk or to me with your hands. Thinking, Talk to me with your hands. Okay, I get it. But maybe you think they were thinking that or maybe they were thinking, what is wrong with me? Why can't I focus while someone's being a normal person and speaking with their Talk hands? Talk with your hands, like... So, basically... No, but right, look at me while you're doing you it. see when you're, like, the actual pengest girl in the world, right? It's so hard to just, like, not draw so much attention to you when you just look No, but you have to so look at me good. whilst you're talking to notice it. You're just looking away. So, basically, right? Don't even tell anyone, right? But basically, I've... Wallah, that's what it was like. I'm not even exaggerating. He was literally staring at everything I was doing. He's looking at my hands, looking at my hands, and then looking at me in my face, and then he'd like get distracted, look at my hands, look at my hands. Call him out. No. Danny. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, it made me realise, like, is it weird? No, it's not. Sometimes I feel like it's feminine, because my hands just rest like this, and I feel like, am I going like this, like this? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do I look no, like feminine talking with my hands? You know what is I'm going to start going like this. <laughs> yeah, so I was walking down the street, and I was walking <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say you know what is feminine. What? Being so insecure and caring what people think so much. God. That is a feminine trait, actually. I do believe that women are like that. Yeah, we are because we want. She said it here first. Get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> no, because we want to look good and we want to. You get it? We're like, oh no, but what if they think this? And if the house is a mess, we're like, we don't want people. No, to but sometimes you have to self-improve, and maybe this is something that I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Why am I screaming? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was coming to me like, no, don't eat my baby. Don't eat my baby. Okay, so I want to speak about something that's a bit sad. Oh, so. Fucking hell, mate. Get your life together. Why says you, you bruv. Oh my God, that guy looked at me. Do you think he looked at me weird? Do you no. think I'm being weird? No, it's not. I'm talking about something that do I do with my hands. I'm joking. Because I'm always talking and like wondering what I should There's do. There's nothing with wrong it. with that. And you know what? Even if you do do that, who cares? The world can deal with it. And if they can't oh piss off. Oh my God. She's one of the, you know, you ask a bit of advice and all of a sudden you get a lecture. So basically, have you seen that judge on TikTok that sometimes like randomly every few months, one of his, because um, in America, they like film the courtrooms and they post it to the public. So I never know if that's real. Is that it, real? It is it's real. a show. Yeah. Judge Jury, whatever it's called. And Judge like, Judy. I don't know if that's real. He owes me five the bucks from the water park. Real. Yeah, I don't know if they're real. A lot of them are fake. <laughs> he's like, well, why am I going to give her five bucks when she can't look after her kids or change their diapers? A has been watching it way too much. Yeah, I know. Funny. No, <laughs> I'm not saying they're real. Some of them are like actual acting, but they're in America. They do release the like court cases oh, to footage. the public. Okay. Yeah, footage to the Is public. Is it CCTV footage or they've actually filmed it like a TV they show? Just feel, I don't know. They just film it. Not like a TV show. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know. I've never, I don't know. I never understood it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they do. And there's a one judge and a lot of his stuff goes viral because he's very empathetic. Have you seen him? The old guy. The old guy. Oh, I love him. Yeah. And okay, so I've seen some of these clips. That's a bit different, I feel like. Yeah, no, you know, it's different. He's like, judge he's like, I missed paying my rent, yeah. but it's because I had to travel five miles by foot to get water. Yeah, it's them ones. And I've, if you guys don't know, you can type in his name. His name's Judge. Oh, we'll write on the screen. And no, we won't. Just get it up, please. I'm not going to go through the whole podcast to get to this one little bit and get his name. 
lazy fucker. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, she's going to make me confine this exact part to put a name that she could just get up right now. Lazy mother <laughs> beep. See, I'm helping you with editing. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> okay, so let me just find it because this guy's. Don't sick. beep me around. Oh, fuck. Stop laughing. Why do you say that? Don't know. I've actually been better this episode, I think. I think maybe I swore once. So that's actually messed up. Beep, 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 beep. But now you've got to edit. You might as well edit his name in. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. You might as well edit his name in now, no? Do you want to edit his name maybe. in? Maybe. It might be there, it might not, but I edited the bloody swear words. <laughs> Go. So, um, yeah, there's a judge and his his videos are very heartwarming. I've seen him for years now and he's just... The reason he goes viral is because he's very empathetic, he's very understanding. I like him. He gives people, like... A chance. A chance. He's not, like, a prick. He's very, like... Yeah, he's lovely. Lovely guy. And so sad because I want us to watch this video because as soon as I saw it, I didn't continue watching it. Mm-hmm. But well, I just... like, really bad at the end. No, it's not. It's I know the ending. I know the gist of it. It's mm. to do with his life, not other people's okay but it's really sad and it kind of it kind of made me sad i'm not gonna lie um he posted it on his own account i think i'm pretty sure but it's so sad sorry let me just get it up um oh his name's judge franco caprio in case you were wanted to know where is it sorry Baby, I just don't get it. Oh, Abe, this video is so sad. Do you enjoy okay. Oh, it's ready. So we're going to watch this video now, guys. I would ask each of you in your own way to please Talk pray to for me. One of the happiest days of the year for me is my birthday. And recently, I celebrated my 87th birthday. And I just received so many wonderful messages from people all over the world. This birthday is a little different than any other I have ever had. Quite recently, I was not feeling well. received a medical examination and the report was not a good one. And so I have been diagnosed with cancer of the pancreas, which is an insidious form of cancer. I'm being treated by a wonderful team of doctors, both here in Rhode Island, Dr. Kadi, and at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, part of the Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts. I pray that God guides their thoughts and their hands in their treatment of me. I know this is the long road, and I'm fully prepared to fight as hard as I can. One thing that people ask me is, what can I do for you? 
First of all, I can't thank all of you enough for your friendship and your kind messages. But I would ask each of you in your own way to please pray for me. I am in need of the power of prayer, which I believe in addition to the medical treatment that I am receiving is the most powerful weapon to help me survive this. Just knowing you are keeping me in your thoughts is the world to me. So thank you for all of your past messages. Thank you for your love and support. And please remember just a small prayer. I'd really appreciate it. No, that's sad. That is so sad. sad. I need water because. <laughs> that is really sad. I think. Throat's literally choking up. Oh, man. That's, that's actually sad. I can't lie. I'm not going to lie. My throat got a bit dry and choked up. Mm. May God, may Allah grant him a full recovery, allow him to live out the rest of his days in happiness and peace with his family. Amen. And yeah, keep him in your prayers, guys. It's so sad to see, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think that's, it's really, the con. Oh, I don't know, I feel bad for him because I feel like, obviously he's at 86, 87, did he say? Yeah, he's 86. Yeah. But he's done so much good in his life. Like, but like, yeah, you've done so much and then you're heading, obviously we only live a certain length, so you're heading towards the end. And you want to be able to be helping spend it with your family, but yeah, you now you're yeah, and do more for other people. Yeah, keep it. and now you're, it's your suffering or focus. Like you have to focus on yourself, and yeah. like you're not as you not every you can't get up and enjoy time with your family because you're unwell. And these like that is really sad. May Allah make it easy. so sad, guys. If you're like, I mean, um, if you're like me and you like obsessed with his videos because I just sit there and watch it and I'm like, oh, mm. he just makes people's lives better. Then you'll know. That's what I think. I think at least it's. Sorry, that's annoying me. Um, at least he's had a really positive impact on the world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, knowing that you've come this far, but you've helped so many people. Yeah, there's some people that live till, like, 80, and they just, people don't really have good things to say about them. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Oh, sorry to end on a bad note, guys. But yeah, you I brought just down a bit. Down. Down a bit. You brought the mood down. Sorry, guys. But you know what it is? Life's not always... Giggles and ha ha's and sunshine. You should know that because Nishran's been bragging about it for ten years. Yes, true. <laughs> okay, let's bring it to an end, guys. We will see you next week, inshallah. Nishran, where can I find you? You can find me smiling on my pillow. You can f oh. You can find me smiling on my pillow. Oh, what someone's trying to get in. Same. Your eyes it. <laughs> Sorry, the <laughs> door's moved. You can find me at it's Nishrin. Yeah. Yeah, it's going on. <laughs> Alright, go. Anyway. You can find me at It's Nisreen on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at Kayla Kasha on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow Sally Label Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Guys, we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. When I do the podcast, you know I came to win. Yeah, we're ending it with a little sing. I mean a rap. When I do this, I ain't crap. I'm really the best. And I'm sitting next to my sister and she needs to shut her breath. You could have said something so funny. I know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going there. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.